No one likes to feel stuck, especially by your cloud. But the IBM cloud is the most open and secure public cloud for business. It can manage all your apps and data anywhere. Smart loves problems. IBM, let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash flexible. This is The Sporting Life on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Here's Jeremy Schapp. Jerry Tarkanian wasn't just one of the best coaches in college basketball. He was one of the most compelling, and he was certainly one of the most controversial. He eventually would be selected for the Basketball Hall of Fame. He died five years ago, and now a new book has been written, Rebel with a Cause, the true story of Jerry Tarkanian, written by his son, Danny, who also, of course, played for his father at UNLV. Danny, thanks so much for being with us here. Well, thank you for having me on. I was... Not only played for him, I was his ball boy. I was an assistant coach for him, and I was actually his attorney for much of the NCAA matter. So I thought that I would be the person with the best information and uh, that could write this book. I can't imagine that anyone else would be better. But but let's start <laughs> with uh, the title, Rebel with a Cause, the true story of Jerry Tarkini. That suggests that there is a false story or a false narrative about your father out there. What is that narrative? Well, I mean, you follow my father's career and interviewed him on a few occasions. You understand that there was a lot of uh, stories written about him, and uh, most of it uh, wasn't true. And uh, for people, the people that actually interviewed him got to know the program, got to know the players. You had a pretty good understanding of what truly was was going on. But there were so many other stories that were written, just perception and uh, maybe people's impression from what they heard. What I did was my mother had scrapbooks from all of my father's uh, seasons that he coached. So I use those scrapbooks to go back and go through all the seasons. I have all the documentation from the NC2A, not only uh, court documents, but the investigation notes and so forth. So I was able to put together a factual basis on all that. As I mentioned, I lived and breathed and was a part of much of my father's career in a number of other areas. And then I heard the different stories my father had told, funny stories of his recruiting um, instance uh, stories and other coaches recruiting stories. I try to put all that in the book. I think the, the readers will find that really interesting and funny. And then I also wanted to get my father's sense of humor out there. He was really a quick-witted person, had some great one-liners. Some of them have been made public. Others he had just told us as a, a family, and I put all that in the book. We're speaking with Danny Tarkanian about his new book about his father, the legendary coach, Basketball Hall of Famer Jerry Tarkanian. The book is titled Rebel with a Cause, the true story of Jerry Tarkanian, and it has just been published five years after Jerry Tarkanian's death, the legendary career at Long Beach State, uh, especially at UNLV, also at Fresno. Danny, um, this is uh, a broad question, but how would you describe your father to someone who never met him but only saw him on TV? Yeah, the thing that most people don't know about my father was that he was just a really great people person, and he was that way with people across all different spectrums of life. He was able to relate with and motivate and bring together the poor inner-city black kids that were dominating college basketball at that time like no other coach. Uh, he was able to relate with and get along with and had a great relationship with his fellow coaches and colleagues, which many coaches couldn't. And then he also was able to relate with the boosters and others that were involved in, in uh, uh, the big part of their program and so forth. He was a, he just understood how people were. He would fight with people. He, he understood uh, when to just let them give their speech. Uh, a perfect example would be you put him in a bar, you let him tell stories about um, uh, basketball and, and, and his career, and he'll be the happiest guy on earth. 
he's told we've seen him where he's been in the bar and a fan will come up to him and say, Coach, why didn't you get the ball more to Larry Johnson? And, <laughs> and he would have done better. You might have won that game. And my dad will sit there and say, is that right? That's a great point. The guy will go home and tell his girlfriend he told Coach Tark what to do and take credit for it. I I got to say, the, the teams you're in, this is far from a unique opinion, but the teams uh, that your father coached at UNLV, particularly in the last few years of the 1980s and the first few years of the 1990s, that team that won a national championship and then lost the following year in a rematch with Duke, might still be considered the most talented college basketball team ever put together. Wouldn't you agree? Well, you know, I, I, it depends what you call talent. If you look at the individual players that are on that team, they don't compare to, say, the ones with uh, Kentucky when they had all those first-round picks. And uh, you look at the NBA careers of so many other teams. I mean, heck, Duke's uh, players that beat us that year had much better NBA careers than the ones at UNLV. But what the UNLV was able to do was they put together players that had special abilities and they emphasize those abilities and played together as a team. For example, Larry Johnson was a great rebounder, great passer, he's a great team player, and that's what he specialized in. Anderson Hunt was a great shooter. Greg Anthony was a great ball handler and passer and defender. They all specialized and my father was able to bring together these different talents, make them cohesive as a unit, and then they got them to play harder than any other team in the country. And I and if you're looking at were they the best team? Well, they certainly could have competed with any other team in the history of college basketball. Whether they win all the time or not, they certainly would have been competitive. Uh, I, I think about those teams, Augman and Hunt and Anthony and Larry Johnson and Ackles and Scurry. They were fun to watch, too. We're speaking with Danny Tarkanian about his new book, Rebel with a Cause, the true story of Jerry Tarkanian, his legendary father. Um, well, let me let me mention about... You talk. Everybody knows about the early '90s teams and how great and fun they were. But probably the most entertaining team in the history of college basketball would have been the late '70s teams at UNLV. They averaged 110.6 points a game one year and 108 the next year, and they did it without the three-point line or the shot clock. And they did it with pressure, full-court defense, and racing the ball up the court and getting shots off. Uh, Reggie Theus was a star on that team and had a great NBA career. And they had a bunch of other really good players. But imagine scoring that kind of points and playing that fast uh, before the shot clock and three-point line. It was really amazing time to be a Rebel fan. And there were a lot of people, let's let's face it, who diminished your father as a coach, who said, oh, he was one of these guys who just rolled out the ball. But <laughs> that was, of course, far from the case. Sure. When my dad first started his career, he was a zone coach, a one-two-two zone. And they, in his third year at Long Beach, they were Division One, two before he got there. So in three years as a Division One coach, he takes Long Beach within two points of upsetting UCLA in the instant trade tournament during their seven-year run of the national championships. Closest game they ever had. John Wooden, after the game, had several of their players said it was the best zone defense he'd ever seen. They'd never been up against a defense like that before. Then he goes to UNLV, doesn't have the big players, but he has a really uh, quick athletic players, and he switches to a pressure court man-to-man defense and races the ball up the court, and they become the best defensive full-court team in the country. Then the years they win the national championship, they're a half-court pressure defense with the Amoeba, and many people say was the Amoeba is the greatest zone uh, that was played during that time. And uh, so he was able to adapt with his player, and he was a great, great, great defensive coach. Coach K wrote the uh, preface to the book, 
And he said that my father is one of the greatest defensive coaches in the history of college basketball. Again, we're speaking with Danny Tarkanian. And Danny, of course, though, when, when people think about your dad, it's almost impossible to separate him from his fights with the NCAA. And there was a time at which it seemed he was the NCAA's primary target. They went after him as we've already established, uh, time and again for years. What was the root of the conflict between your father and the NCAA? That's a great point. I, I put that in the book. Uh, you know, they, the NCAA had an official investigation on my father's team, 16 of his 31 years of coach, more than half the time. And it all started when in the early, late 60s, early 70s, college basketball wasn't tremendously popular. They weren't selling out term, NCAA tournament games. They weren't getting high ratings on TV. So the NCAA protected the programs that were real popular, the UCLA, the Kentucky. My father was at Long Beach State. He wrote some articles saying, you know, the NCAA won't go after the big boys. They're going after the small schools like Western Kentucky. He goes, University of Kentucky breaks more rules in one day than Western Kentucky does in a year. Why go after them? Well, the NCAA got upset. You know, here's this young coach nobody knows about. They spartan off to the NCAA. So they wrote a letter to the league commissioner saying, who does Tark think Long Beach is? One of the big boys, we can come after him. And they end up putting Long Beach on probation. Now, if my dad uh, had to do it over again, he would have thanked him for putting him on probation, made fun, friends with him, and kept them as a, a friend as opposed to an enemy. But he just he went after him. He didn't back down from him. And at UNLV, he had fired an assistant coach who um, went to the NCAA and made up a lie saying that uh, Tarkanian and some of the other coaches were talking about planting drugs and a prostitute with an NCAA investigator. And it infuriated the NCAA. There's documentation of memos and uh, letters that were sent between them saying, we got to get Tark, we got to run him out of coaching because of all these things that he, he was going to plant drugs and, and so forth. And anyways, it created just a horrendous adversarial relationship. And my father's been back down in Iota. He's an Armenian heritage. He knows how to persevere, as most Armenians do. And it was a never-ending battle until the NCAA finally got him and forced him out at UNLV. We're speaking with Danny Tarkanian about his new book about his father, Rebel with a Cause, the true story of Jerry Tarkanian, one of the most legendary coaches in the annals of college basketball, of course, a Hall of Famer. And Danny, before we let you go, um, I would be remiss if I did not ask you what your father would think about the current state of um, the NCAA, of its relationship with college athletes. So much has changed. The world we see now seems to be turning towards uh, a place uh, that your father was saying for a long time we should be at or we should be getting to. And and although he's no longer with us, does it feel like, in a way, he's winning? Well, what he did was he exposed the NCAA's faults and, and, and what their, their actions back in the uh, early 70s. And People thought he was just saying it because he had been put on probation. Now other people are experiencing the same things and realizing it's right. The NCAA still is not a fair organization, but most importantly, their rules aren't fair. Their, their rule book, my dad always said, you need to put an, uh, an organization like the NCAA and have five to ten rules to stop people from breaking major violations. Instead, you got a rule book full of stupid and silly violations, many of which they found you to be guilty of and then changed later and made them legal because it was so ridiculous. I think the best best thing my father did in correcting the NCAA was to try to make it more fair for people to play uh, intercollegiate sports without um, basically um, treating the, the kids that are playing as second-class kids. These kids don't have any money. They're from 1960 on, basketball has been dominated by inner-city poor black kids that don't have the money to pay for 
extra things to call it, such as going on a date or going to the movies with their girlfriend or even going out to lunch. Um, my father felt that was wrong, that those kids should be treated the same as every other college student. He stood up for them, and that was part of his battles with the NC2A. Danny Tarkanian's new book is Rebel with a Cause, the true story of Jerry Tarkanian, his father. It's a fascinating uh, a story about one of the most uh, compelling coaches, not just in basketball, but in sports, period. Danny, thanks so much for joining us here on The Sporting Life. Well, thank you. And if you'd like to get the book, it's on Amazon.com. And you can either punch in my name or Rebel with the Cause and you'll find it. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm Jeremy Schapp, and you can listen to new editions of The Sporting Life every Saturday and Sunday morning on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app, beginning at 6 a.m. Eastern Time.